My name is Nancy Farrow, also known as Mama Lou, and I'm the founder of Epic Experience. Epic Experience mission is to empower adult cancer survivors and thrivers to live beyond cancer. I hope that as you listen to Campfires of Hope, Living Beyond Cancer, you find hope, healing, and empowerment. Through stories and education, we aim to guide those impacted by cancer, and more importantly, offer love and support to anyone out there who needs it. This is Beyond Cancer. Hello, everyone. This is Gail, a.k.a. Sunshine. Welcome to an episode of Keeping It Real on the Campfires of Hope podcast, where we'll dig into the mental and emotional highs and lows of cancer survivorship. Today, we have Brad Glassell joining us around the campfire. Brad's been with us before, but this time we're going to take a little different tact and talk about an exciting part of his cancer journey that you'll find about out about later. So, Brad. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your okay. background, and include one fun fact, please. Okay. So I was uh, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, spent some time in California, a few other parts, but moved back to this area. Uh, as far as my career goes, it started with, uh, I have a, a degree in arts and ended as being an insurance agent. Uh, so pretty uh, varied areas in there. I won't... Uh, It'd take too long to go through all of them. I guess one fun fact is I've done uh, 26 triathlons. That is amazing. I remember that. I remember being okay. blown away when you told me that last time. That is oh, amazing. I repeated. <laughs> no, that's awesome. It's fabulous. Yeah. That is a, an incredible fun fact. And well, how long but those have you days been... are over. <laughs> <laughs> so you've moved on to other uh, marathon-like endeavors, which we will talk yeah. about coming up. Um, there you go. So give us a brief recap of your cancer story. When were you diagnosed? What was your diagnosis and what treatment you have you done? Okay. So I was diagnosed with stage three prostate cancer in 2016. And all of the treatment happened within that year. And as a matter of fact, uh, a fun fact, I guess I'd say another one is I was diagnosed on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, gosh. So, so that's my cancer anniversary. I, I have to get to have a party every year. Oh, that's so stage, nice. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. Uh, so stage three prostate cancer, and I was treated with a drug called Lupron, which is, you know, does a lot of similar things kind of to uh, chemotherapy, but I don't think is as dramatic as most. And then external beam radiation, and then another type of a radiation called brachytherapy. And so that all took place in 2016, and everything has been NED since then. So it's congratulations! All good. Thank that you. That is amazing. It is so great. You wrapped that all up in 2016. After mm -hmm. that, did you go looking for support of any kind? And if so, where did you find support? So, 
I'd say I wrapped up the treatment part of it, but uh, I didn't wrap up the mental part. Yeah, exactly. So that all took place and, and did take place pretty much towards the end of 2016. And uh, I had ran across a article for the company I work for about somebody donating their proceeds from a golf tournament to Epic. Oh, and wow. I saw that and I'm like, oh my God, I got to look at that because mm-hmm. You know, I think like a lot of people, I, I felt really alone at that time. Yeah. I thought I was the only one. And so I applied and fortunately got accepted right away. There was an opening and and uh, went in January of 2017. So soon after. Oh, good. And yeah, it, it was a it was a real eye opener. Like I say, I, I felt real alone and, and going to camp and seeing others and what they're going through. And and it really helped me a lot to say, okay, great. I can open up to things. Were the people at your camp prostate cancer survivors or was it just being with other cancer survivors is where you found the support, no matter what kind of cancer? Yeah, actually, you know, it's kind of funny because I I think it was great. They were all kinds of cancer. Mm -hmm. You know, every, I don't know if anybody had the same, I have to think about that is the same diagnosis, but uh, I thought that was great. Because, you know, that's kind of how life is. Everybody comes from a little bit different area. Everybody has a little different challenges. And that was an eye-opening thing to me, as yeah. in, you know, how different things can be, what their uh, treatment's like, uh, you know, and, and it was very dramatically in ages uh, mm-hmm. and, and all that, too. So so yeah. I, I like that idea of afterwards, I, I had been involved in some prostate groups, too. But to me, it, it, it doesn't matter what type of diagnosis I, we all go through these difficult things. Yeah. I think you can have those deep conversations about very serious topics with anyone, right? Right. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of cancer or what age or anything like that. So what did you learn about your cancer journey? Uh, from those support groups, Epic and the other ones. Uh, that yeah, on. so I think you had uh, kind of mentioned it. Uh, one of the other things I got involved with is doing what's called story slams. Oh, what and so what that is, is is that um, there's like a national organization through NPR called Moth Radio. Some people may have heard of that. Oh, yeah. But, but also it's done on a local level. So I had uh, joined a group and basically what it is, is you get up on stage and you tell a story. They're allowed between usually in five and 10 minutes. It's got to be about yourself and it's got to be the truth. Mm-hmm. And so um, basically I looked at it at, at that point of saying, you know, what can I do that's different? And mm-hmm. it was a real challenge because as most people getting up in front of people, is difficult, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a speech or something like this. And this is also kind of a combination of entertainment and such. And and uh, some stories can be funny and some can be heartbreaking and everything between. And so uh, that was, again, very similar to talking to people about cancer, people yeah. talking about these different challenges or something fun. And, yeah. uh, and just the challenge of getting up in front of people. I mean, the first time I was, you know, sweating bullets and stuttering and all this and and you work at it and you get better and better did your story slams mm-hmm. eventually in some way not all of them but some of them come back to cancer and what you had gone through and the and the challenges involved in that 
Yeah, uh, I did uh, at one point do a story kind of about cancer and things like yeah. that. And, and actually, in a way, I, what I tried to do is, is kind of the funny parts about cancer, which, of course, is an interesting thing. It is. <laughs> so, it is. And, yes. But I think everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of times you have something where you just got to laugh at it, you know, that I it's, agree. it's so goofy. And, and so uh, in that regard, but w- one of the things that really happened is I, I went a couple times and and, and it was really an eye-opening thing to me. It was very personal. It was very rewarding and, and such. And I wrote uh, a letter to the organized the group. And, and you know, he doesn't make any money or anything like that. It's just like kind of a volunteer type thing. And I said how valuable it was to me and how helpful it was to me. He wrote back and he said, you know something? Tomorrow I was going to send something out canceling it. It's been so oh. much work. I wasn't going to do it. And he said, I realized how important it is to people. And he continued on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it really was, you know, kind of one of those things where you look at it and open it up to somebody and maybe it's changes them or whatever. So, yeah. yeah, So it was kind of a fun thing. And and we become friends in such sense. Oh, that's really neat. Well, the other thing I know you've done recently is you wrote a book. Yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit about that, how that. I don't know if it is or it came out of these story slams and that whole experience, but how, tell us about that mm-hmm. whole journey. Yeah, it, it, it did come out of it because what happened is I was doing those stories and uh, then this thing called the pandemic hit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yes. Heard about that. Yeah, yes, so. I think I did. I think I vaguely remember that one. <laughs> yeah, right. So you couldn't go and, and be in yeah. groups and such and couldn't do that for quite a while. Now, when I used to do the stories, what I would do is I just write out some notes and you can't take anything up on stage. So when it was done, I would usually just throw them away. And then the pandemic hit and I thought, you know, I have all these different stories. Maybe I should write these notes out because Ah. sometimes you tell them again or something like that. I started writing them out and then I kind of started writing them a little more in a narrative type thing. I actually spent uh, a few days up in a cabin doing this by myself. When I got back, I sent them off to a friend who's an author and he called me up and he said, yeah, these really stink. Think said, S-T-I-N-K. They're, they're really... Yes, I see. He, he, he doesn't hold anything back. That's one of my friends. And uh, and then, you know, I looked at and I said, well, yeah, I guess, you know, and, and he started talking about it and all this. And so I started working at it. And, huh. and basically then, and, and then I looked at it and I said, yeah, maybe I can write something better. So I didn't approach this as a book. I never huh. did. So what else did you learn from the process of writing the book? rewriting the book, you know, the whole process of it. You know, I think, I think, you know, as we, as I know, we were going to do this podcast, I thought about it and I, and I think I thought about it a little cancer, the cancer journey after cancer, all of this, the book and what, what's related. And I think what it comes down to is is taking challenges a little bit at a time, Hmm. you know, and it's really daunting to start with. You know, after I went through treatment, it, it was really daunting. Like, how do you move on? How do you, yeah. how do you get, what do you, what do you do? And for some people, it's, you know, a change in, in work and life and all this. And when you look at it as the, it's really far away. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it as in, okay, there are small steps along the way. Yeah. And if you can 
get this one step done, the next step done, then it starts to build on it, everything like that. Yeah. And again, I didn't start this as writing a book. I, I, I don't think I would have done that. I don't think I would have ever said, oh, I'm going to write It's too big. Yeah. Yeah. But when the little things started adding up, then it became to a point of, hey, yeah, I think I can do that. And then yeah. I had, then I took every part of that again and broke it down and, you know, did it step by step. And again, it was a three-year process and yeah. that's kind of how a lot of time challenges are, you know, exactly. a day, you know, so that's what I feel is kind of where I learned is, is look at it and say, okay, I'm just going to get this part and I'm going to get that moving. So. Yeah. It's setting those little goals. And like you said, it's, it is a perfect picture of survivorship. Because it looks so huge when you, okay, I just finished treatment. Now what? But if you can break it down, like you said, uh, it makes it doable. Yeah. Because I I think, you know, my experience with cancer treatment is that you, you're kind of on a schedule and everything. Everybody's Mm -hmm. telling you, okay, go here this day, go this day, do this, all this. And then all of a sudden one day they go, oh, you're all done. Right. And then you go, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Now what do I do? You know, I, I've never been there, but I always felt it was kind of like getting out of the military. You know, if you got right. out of the military, you're every day there, the bugle goes off or whatever. Now you got to do it all on your own. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, is there anything else you would want to share with someone listening, having to do with challenges, overcoming them, cancer, anything that I haven't asked you about? I, I guess I would say that, you know, first of all, when you when you a challenge can be small too. Mm-hmm. you know, it can be big and it can be small. And I, I think it's, it's scary. Yeah. Answer scary and challenges can be scary. Yep. And so again, if you look at it and say, oh yeah, this whole thing is a lot. But if you look at it and say, well, could I just try the one part of it? Mm-hmm. And then if that goes good, then I'll move to the next part of it and everything like that and take it yeah. a little bit at a time. And because uh, I think what happens a lot with everybody, I, I'd be there as you say, oh, I can't get to that. I can't yeah. do that. But, you know, if you try a little and you, you may say, OK, I don't like that. Let's try something else. Yeah. I guess I'm just saying uh, try it. <laughs> Go for I it. like that. Giving yourself options, too, because right. I like the term analysis paralysis. To me, it's like yeah. if I look at the whole thing, I freeze because I can't figure out where to start. And then yeah. sometimes you're too scared to even start. But like you said, if you try this and this doesn't work that's okay you yeah, can right Not you know try that. it from a different angle i really like that yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean you know think of that with anybody with uh athletics or mm-hmm. anything and, and when i say that that could be a small you know you may have a hard time walking a half a mile well walk a half a mile one day and then you, you add a tenth of a mile and a tenth of a mile the next week that's that's you know the way athletes do it out of finger scale yeah so yeah well, thank you, Brad. Thank you for sharing thank your you. your journey of uh, going through cancer, facing challenges, taking them one step at a time, and congratulations on writing the book. Even though that wasn't thank what you. you planned to do in the first place, you did right. it, and that is a huge accomplishment. That's awesome. Yeah, I thank you. I feel that way. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. That's great. Well, everyone, thank you for keeping it real with us. Until the next time we gather around the campfire, keep living beyond cancer. Thank you for listening to this episode of Campfires of Hope, Living Beyond Cancer. 
For more information about Epic Experience and our programs, or to donate, please visit our website at epicexperience.org. Music for this podcast is provided by Moonshiner Collective. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us so we can share our story with more people. Also, be sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts so you'll know when new episodes are released. We hope you come back and join us for our next episode. Valentine.